Welcome to your Latina Hermana podcast, a safe space where my first-gen Latina and Latino children can feel heard and supported, a community to empower and break generational cycles. My name is Leslie and I am your host. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. I missed you so, so much. I know it's only been a week, but it honestly felt like forever. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. You guys know that in this podcast, I like to think about it like I'm talking to my siblings mis hermanas y mis hermanos, and taking you on this journey with me. If you follow me on Instagram, and if you don't, what are you doing? Go follow me right now to stay in the loop. I shared with you that I was sick, and just so much shit went down the past two weeks that really changed the course of my plans. And that's what I want to talk about in today's episode. I want to share a powerful perspective that may help you if you're currently navigating curveballs or you feel like giving up, or you're burning out because things aren't going the way you planned, or the journey or outcome isn't what you expected. So I hope that throughout today's episode, you're able to resonate or take something with you. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to share this with anyone who you think may need to hear this or can benefit from this. Please rate, review, and follow me so I can continue to spread the message. I truly appreciate you and thank you for being here today. So just to give you a brief background in case you're new here or you don't follow me on my Instagram. So like about two weeks ago, that's when shit really started going south for me. I struggled a bit to release my last episode because as I mentioned before, my laptop broke and it was bound to happen because it was busted as fuck and it just complicated my entire podcasting process. I also got like really, really sick last week and I had lost my voice for a few days so I was unable to record. And then to top it off, my Etsy shop got disabled for technical issues and it's just been a lot. And usually a past version of myself would have thrown the biggest fit. I would have been crying and just really raging. But overall, I know that the way I handle the situation now is completely different than how a past version of myself would have. And in a good way, it's growth. One thing that I did learn, and you may have heard this phrase before, is you can't stress what you can't control. And I'm going to say it again. You can't stress what you can't control. And there's so much power in that phrase. Because there will be moments, or you're probably someone who's going through it in real time, where you may be stressed or upset about some things not going the way you had envisioned it. And sometimes you can't control that. And that can be a hard pill to swallow because to be honest with you, I don't know if it's because I'm an oldest child or I've always felt the need to be in control. And maybe you're someone who's able to relate to this, but when I wouldn't have control, it would literally make me feel so uneasy and I would begin to spiral. And just to give you more insight as to how I would respond to situations that were not in my control, I would play the victim card. I would get really, really angry and upset and I would just say things like, why me? Why does this always happen to me? And I'll just replay the situation over and over and over again until I tire myself out. I feel hurt or feel frustrated. This perspective of not stressing what I can't control has truly helped me. 
And hopefully it can help you too because it's true. We can't control the end result. We can't control how others act or react. We can't control the environment around us or that business or project or research paper you started is taking longer than anticipated or if shit is just simply not working out the way you want to right now. But we can control ourselves and what we allow to affect us internally and externally and how we react. And for the longest time, I would waste so much energy on asking myself the wrong questions. Why is this happening? Why me? Things never work out for me or there's always something. And yes, life will throw curveballs, but you have to learn how to respond when those curveballs hit you because they will. And sometimes you'll be ready for it and sometimes you won't. But by asking yourself the right questions, it'll help you navigate it and deal with it better. So instead of saying, why me? Or why is this always happening to me? Let's ask ourselves, what am I meant to learn from this? What can I do differently? Or maybe you just simply need to remove yourself to collect yourself. And like I mentioned, I ended up getting really, really sick. And I'm someone who, yes, I'll tell you to prioritize yourself, to prioritize your rest. Sometimes it's easier said than done. And I'm aware of that because I struggle with that as well. Some days I can rest without a worry and other days I guilt myself into not resting enough. So this past week when everything was just one thing after another, I felt my body stressed and I couldn't focus. I was tired, mentally drained. I was irritated easily. My thoughts were scrambled and I just didn't have enough social battery in my system. And I would sort of rest, I would take a break, but then I would feel guilty for taking a break because then I felt like I was unproductive. And since when is being unproductive a bad thing, right? And from my own personal experience, I believe that part of it stemmed from hearing my parents calling me a floja or a rebona because I would rest. So subconsciously, I built a negative connection with resting. I also realized that I would mirror a lot of my dad's actions because I recently called him and he had the day off and every time he has a day off, he's always doing something. If not cooking, then cleaning. If not, then he's doing laundry or running errands or doing compra. But I would barely hear him say that he's just resting. And then I began to self-reflect and I'm like, oh, I was sort of like that as well. And another factor that really played into this was always feeling in survival mode. So I didn't feel like I would have an opportunity to rest. And while, to be honest, I really didn't have much time back then, it's about prioritizing and making time now, specifically for resting. And when I was sick, I would take it down. But the moment I began to feel slightly better, I'd get back to work and running errands And then I would come home again and start feeling sick again. So I'll rest, but then the cycle would continue to the point where I burned myself out. And I don't want that for you. And to be really transparent with you, I have gotten used to burning out and that's when I'll decide to rest. And like I mentioned earlier, some days are better than others. Other days I can rest peacefully and other days I don't allow myself to breathe because I have a million things on my to-do list. But the way I've been slowly changing this perspective is, again, reminding myself that I can't stress what I can't control. I didn't fully start resting until midweek last week. 
and it's hard. It's hard to sit down and do nothing, but at the same time, it feels so good. And I think what I battle with the most internally is the guilt. I sound like a crazy person because I talk to myself a lot and I'm always like, Les, you need to rest. And then my other side is like, after I finish my task. But to be honest, my tasks are never ending and I always keep myself busy. And that's the problem. While yes, if you're on a go mode right now and you're and you've built momentum and you're on a roll and it's working for you, keep going. But if you're burning out or on constant go mode because you feel like you have to be or you fear that you're going to lose that momentum, then you may need to take a step back. In some events, like getting sick is something that you can't control. You can treat it, but you can't control it. And when you feel like you have a million things going on and you're trying to power through, it can potentially cause you more harm than good. Because again, there will be moments where everything can be going smoothly, but when life throws those curveballs, it can be a lot to navigate. So it's important to remind yourself that you can't stress what you can't control, and you can't control everything. And this perspective can help you avoid a lot of headaches and move forward more gracefully. Instead of fighting things that aren't in your control, and I'll use my recent events as an example. When my laptop broke and my Etsy shop went down, I could have thrown a really big fit. And yes, I was stressed, but I didn't let it consume me. And instead, I thought to myself, well, what can I do now? What can I use? And so for now, I found a temporary solution quicker than if I would have pondered on why me? Why is this always happening to me? And I also understand that my laptop breaking isn't like the craziest thing to happen. But at that time, it was to me. So just because it's something quote unquote small, it doesn't mean it isn't important to you. And then with everything else that transpired after that, such as my Etsy shop, me getting sick and then getting backtracked on my projects and work, it can become a lot real quick. It can have a snowball effect. And sometimes it's just those small things that make you snap. It's a chain reaction and it can just hit us all at once. And so aside from realizing that, okay, I can't control this happening, but I can control my emotions and I can control how I decide to move forward. The question then becomes, okay, so how do I move forward? And while there's many things you can look up online, here are some ways that I've personally done to help me. I hope that they help you or if you have any other methods, let me know. I would love to share them. But first thing first is allowing myself to feel my emotions. Whether you're upset, tired, frustrated, mad, feel it. Give yourself 5-10 minutes, even more if you need it, to just feel. And I don't really write it down, but there are a few moments where when everything is going wrong, I like to write down or make a quick note of what's not working and turn it into a list. But this list, I'll explain it in a few. So once you're giving yourself time to de-stress, what I do is ask myself, what isn't in my control? And what can I control in this particular situation? And be honest, why do you feel this way? What is causing you to feel this way? And then from there, I honestly just mentally push aside what I can't control. I don't think about it, I just move on to finding a solution. Because sometimes we can ponder so much on 
the why or, you know, like I mentioned, why is this happening to me or everything wrong happens to me or nothing can ever go right. But we waste so much time and energy focusing on the negative where we can either take that time to cool ourselves down and collect ourselves or we can use that time and energy to think about other solutions, right? So sometimes the solution is to rest or to just simply distract yourself for a bit to then have a clearer mind to then be able to come with solutions. One thing that really helped me is creating a problems and solutions list. On one side, I have a list of things that are going wrong, I'm stressed about or have made me upset. And then on the opposite side, I'll start to jot down some solutions and I'll turn those solutions into manageable to-do lists. And if you find yourself spiraling, use the five second rule. I learned this method from Mel Robbins. She is a phenomenal motivational speaker. And this five second rule is basically you counting down from five to zero and just switching conversation or the topic. Don't even think about it, just do it. And it's so simple yet so effective. And a lot of the times when I tend to overcomplicate myself, the solutions or my thoughts, I count down and move on. Like, yes, it's that simple. And by doing this, it's helped me self-regulate and compose myself. So for example, let's say you're very frustrated, you feel like you're burning out and you're speaking negatively about yourself. When you become self-aware of this, literally just be like, okay, five, four, three, two, one, breathe, move on. Change the conversation, change the topic, whatever it is you're doing, just stop, get up and go get some fresh air, go breathe out your window, go watch a show, just unplug yourself physically and mentally from what you're doing and take a second to think about something else because I understand how frustrating it can be when things don't go as you planned or how you envisioned and it can also make us wish we were ahead or we wish it was over and we were in a better place but I want to put this into perspective what you're currently going through the hardships the curveballs the unexpected all these things are preparing you for the next step for where you wish to be at, whether in your healing journey, your career, life, business, fitness, or any other aspect. I don't want you to wish away these moments that are meant to build you, to build resilience, to figure out different ways to do things. And it comes in these moments. These curveballs are life lessons that you need to know in order to move on into the next step in your life. And sometimes we may not see it now, or we may not even want it but it's necessary. This is where you grow, you learn, you change, or you redirect. But when you do get to where you wanna be, you look back and see, oh, this is why this happened. This is the lesson I needed to learn. And sometimes that lesson will come in different ways and it can bend us, but remember, it will not break us. We can see it as redirection instead of rejection. And sometimes we will be hit with the same shit. And I personally believe that this means that I either missed something that I could have learned or I can use the tools that I've learned from the previous time and deal with it more efficiently. And so that's when we build a strong mentality, more resilience, and we're able to handle these curveballs better. So if you're someone who has or is currently going through a season where things don't feel aligned, where you feel like everything has fallen apart or you're getting hit with curveballs left and right. You hold the power. Knowing what you know now, you have a choice. You can choose to let it defeat you, 
And you're always going to feel like, why me? Why is this always happening to me? Nothing is going to change. Or you can put aside what you can't control and focus on what you can. And that's you. I know the pressure that comes with wanting to be in control of everything. But the truth is, you can't. And that's okay. And if it were up to you to have to control everything, it would mean that you would have to be sacrificing your whole self as well. And that's not fair to you. It's okay to not be in control of it all. Being in control of yourself and how you act and react is more than enough. You got this. I'm rooting for you. And I just want to remind you that you're incredibly strong and you're capable of overcoming all these curveballs thrown at you. I hope that these small little pieces of advice help you because it helped me and I'm just here to help you and for us to heal, grow, and learn together. That's what this podcast is all about. And sometimes shit isn't going to go the way we want it to. Sometimes we are going to get hit with feeling sick or having a family emergency or having to attend to other things. But just know that you hold that power of control. And while you can't control the rest of the world, that's okay. Don't forget to rest and check in on yourself and give yourself grace. You're doing the best you can. And with these tools, I hope that you can better yourself and better your experiences and just better the way you perceive things when life isn't going the way you want it to. Remember, rejection is just redirection. And it's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to not be in control of everything. But you're powerful, you're strong, and you're capable of overcoming everything and anything that life throws at you. Because if I could do it, you can do it as well. I love you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to rate, review, share today's episode on your social media and tag me so I can thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to join our free Facebook community if you want to connect with like-minded hermanas. And if you would like to be a guest on my podcast, send me an email or message me on Instagram. I will be responding back to my emails and messages this week. So I can't wait to hear from you. If you simply want to message me, send in my DMs. I can't wait to connect with you and I will see you on my next episode. Have a fantastic Monday and week ahead. I love you guys. Remember, be graceful and you got this. I love you. I'm rooting for you. And here's to learning, growing, and breaking barriers together. Bye. Bye.